The message you are about to listen to is from the Household of David Mercy Conference 2022, themed Fullness of Joy. Be blessed as you listen. Glory to God. Somebody give God praise. <laughs> I want to read a scripture tonight before we take our seats. Take your Bibles in your hand, 1 Timothy 1.18. 1 Timothy 1.18. Are you still enjoying the conference? Yeah. Hallelujah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> 1 Timothy 1.18 says, This church commits I unto this, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before you, that thou by them everybody say by them say it again my test war a good warfare mm. he said Timothy some prophecies were spoken ahead of you and you must by them wage a good warfare the second place before we take our seats is Hebrews chapter 2 hallelujah Hebrews 2, let's start from verse 1. I don't know, media, my screen is not showing. Um, okay. Praise the Lord. Let's read. I think I'm on the new, sorry, the, uh, is that the new camera? Okay, I can see that it's sharper than ever before on the screen. It's wonderful. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Hebrews 2 <laughs> 1 Are you with me? What does it say? Therefore we need NST to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them sleep What I want to do tonight just to call us so two things number one uh, they did not say this wrong well Number one, <laughs> prophecies given. It doesn't mean it will automatically come to pass. Otherwise, Paul wouldn't say, This charge, I am charging you, Timothy, that you, don't, you, you just don't leave the prophecy there, but that you war with them, you fight with them. How do you fight with prophecy? You embrace it. You put it in your mouth. You thank God for it. You dwell on it. Otherwise, Hebrews 2 now says, put it this way. Thank you, can have your seat. We need to give endless heed. So, it's not enough to hear something. Whatever you hear, you have to give endless heed to it. Otherwise, it will sleep or you will sleep away from it. Did you get that? You cannot just say, God bless you. All I'm saying tonight is very simple. Let everyone go back to all the messages that you heard during the conference. You will not squeeze out the life that is in the message until you have listened to it about three or four times. Listening to a message in a church is difficult from sitting down at home 
and listening to a message in the night by yourself or in the day. Where you can, and as you listen, pray. I am giving us a practical step that will let you get all that is, in, that is inside every message. Pray as you listen. Praying in tongues under your breath does not stop you from hearing what you are hearing. It causes a kind of... Um, the message sort of glues. It, it stays, sticks to your spirit. And you need it. It is there that you can actually hear God in that message. So, what God said to Joshua in Joshua 1 is, that the book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate on it day and night, so that you might observe what is written therein, that you might do. You have not fully maximized a message if it has not led to doing something. Do you get that? In other words, God said to Joshua that the reason why you are required to meditate on it day and night is that as you listen to the same thing, somewhere along the line, Inside that message, you are going to hear something that particularly instructs you. Did you get that? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the conference has ended, but your personal conference with Holy Spirit has just begun. Did you get that? Yes, so, in the next 10 days, Try and listen to one message per day from all that was said. God sent a word to all of us. You see, when you start praying, God will send a message to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So if you read Habakkuk chapter 1, the guy complained all truth. Oh Lord, why are you causing me to behold violence? Your eyes are too pure to behold iniquity. And it all, and it all, and it all. And when you're on that station, it might be a good station, you might start that way, but God does not talk on that station, on that channel. So in chapter 2 of Habakkuk verse 1, so in chapter 1, they complain from the beginning to the end. In chapter 2, then he said, I will set up myself upon my watch. I will sit on my tool, I will watch what he will say to me, and know how to answer when I am reproved. Then verse 2, God spoke. When you maintain this verse 1, this position, God will always talk to you. So he said, I'm going to set myself on my watch, my toe, I'm going to listen, and hear what he will say. Then something good in that message, that verse 1, he said, I will know how to answer if I am reproved. In other words, I am so ready to hear from God, that even if what he will say will correct some things about me, I will accept. Sometimes the spirit is a bit reluctant also because you are not going to accept what he's saying. Lord, why am I not married? You are too harsh. Me, I'm harsh. I'm harsh. I'm harsh. I don't even have any color, any shade that is harsh color. <laughs> and the spirit of God does not waste his time. There is no point in God talking to you if your heart will not accept what he's saying. I remember a pastor said that God spoke to him one day. He was praying. And God said, son, you love money. The first of us sat on the floor. He felt like a... <laughs> there were times that God spoke to Papa again and he said to God that that was below the belt. Because he pained him. Because <laughs> he sees what you don't see. 
So Abacom was prepared not to say that. You know what? Even if I'm reproved, I am ready. The answer I'm waiting for, I am complaining. But it is also possible that instead of a positive answer, a rebuke might come. I assent. Then God said, okay, this is the kind of guy that we like to talk to. So he said, write the vision and make it plain. Do you like messages that make you feel uncomfortable? In an average person does not like the truth. Some people tell you the truth about yourself. You know you are that they are right, but you first of all argue. I don't talk too much. But you know you are talkative. So no, I don't. I, uh, you just don't like when they come that way. So, <laughs> the Lord said, write the vision and make it plain. That he that read it, my, my run, reading it. Say for the vision is for an appointed time. It shall come. Even though he tarry, wait for it, for he shall come, he shall not tarry. Abacog said, God saw in the midst of his prayers, then God decided to speak. So many as we prayed as a church, we started praying January 2nd, God sent those men, sent them to say some things. They came, they were sent of him. They said a lot. Everything that was said it's not everything that you need right now. But in the midst of everything, say your own word is there. Yes, sir. Now it is your duty to start deceiving that you might know what is yours. So the next thing is listen to messages like never before. Begin with the conference. Maybe an average of two per day. And listen. Something is going to happen. God's instrument for making things to happen is His Word. If you haven't trained yourself more to love listening to mercy, you have to start with this one. Hallelujah. God's Word gives you a mentality. That mentality helps your relationship with God. Just before service, I was reading something I was just going through the prayer of Jonah again. And I want an audacity. What a man of faith. People have said a lot of negative about Jonah. Jonah had faith more than any other person in the Old Testament. When he landed in the water. Look at Jonah chapter 2. I mean, I haven't seen people praying this way. This guy was one minute away from death. But look at the way he prayed. Now you will think as they just drop in the fish swallow. No. He first went down and down and down and down. So under the rocks, under the sea. And he thought Jonah to be scared. Look at the way he prayed. Jonah sort of understood Hebrews 11. I mean, look at the way this guy prayed. Jonah chapter 2. Nobody prayed exactly like this. No covenants. No wonder God called him. Actually, Jonah had a robust relationship with God. So he said, can you give me Jonah chapter 2? Then Jonah prayed to the Lord, is God, from where? I need us to respond. Remember, we are joyous people. Some of people sleep back into that quiet. When they give you a message, you shout for a while. Then you go to... Uh, is that your default state? Why do you like <laughs> going to... <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord is God out of the fish's belly. Now, that means he was still inside the fish when he prayed. But look at how he prayed. This guy is remarkable. I said, and said, I cried by the region of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. 
still inside the belly of the fish. This guy is already talking about coming out. He heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. And thou hearest my voice. Verse 3. This is amazing. For thou hast cast me into the deep in the midst of the seas. The floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves were passed over me. Verse 4. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. Yet I will look again towards thy only temple. Next verse. I'm going to read the whole chapter. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weights were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottom of the mountain, and the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet thou hast brought my life from corruption, O Lord my God. Next verse. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayers came into it unto thee, into thy only temple. Verse 8. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Verse 9. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay higher. That that I have vowed, salvation is of the Lord. Look at the next verse. And the Lord spoke to the fish. Ah, God couldn't take it. He said, give that guy back to me. If you were God, and you, and you know the Bible says, without faith. It is impossible to please God. So God is a faith God. And when he saw this language in a man, I'm sure God on the street was looking at, is this guy, is this guy normal? He said that, I cried, you heard me. When my soul fainted with I said God. He said, you know what? I know I will make it. So I'm going to pay my vow. I will sacrifice, sacrifice of praise. God said, which angel is there? Get that guy out. So God said to the fish, vomit this kind, this kind of people who talk this way. Grace cannot accept them. There is a way you talk. That grave, death, sickness, they reject you. Because you are not of them. Hallelujah. There is a way somebody talks to your family, you have no trouble but tell the person to go. Imagine bringing somebody to, to your home and wake up in the morning, says to your dad, you are stupid, you are crazy. And they say, everybody, you can't live here. <laughs> you know it's not of you. It does opposite of everything everybody's doing. I mean, you wake up in the morning, all of you wake up in the morning, and then you see him on the corner, taking marijuana. And then he looks at the father of the house, hey, alpha, big man, you know. <laughs> you, you know straight away that sorry, maybe our culture, our family, we, we don't want this kind of fellow. Hallelujah. The grave fell. No, those who talk this way don't belong to the grave. The grave loves those who are depressed. Those who say it is over. Those who are, I mean, carrying burden and then looking so they are close to the grave. So the grave has set them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And Jonah came out. There is a way also. You sacrifice thanksgiving. And you come, no matter the problem, no matter the fish that are swallowed, it's possible at times to experience some dangerous, difficult moments. But the moment he said, we eject you out, based on what you are saying at that time. That was what helped Jonah. He must have studied Psalms. 
to understand that there is a way to anoint the grave. Yes, sir. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. What helped Jonah, where I started from that time, the unusual mentality. See, what you believe about God is very important. The father, the senior brother of the prodigal son, just didn't believe. I told you of a, a person who felt God was not going to forgive him and became um, um, psychologically uh, uh, just had a serious mental problem because of that. This is why who you listen to matters what you believe about God. I know Christians who face a dangerous situation and they will be scored because of what they've done in the past. So they allow Satan to win. I have heard of a woman because she once had an abortion. And then she, had, she now she got, she got married years later, got pregnant, and there was a problem at the hospital. And the first thing Satan came to her because of what you did in the past. You can't stop the devil from talking. But you can reject everything by, by superior mentality. So if the, that person has been listening to your sin, we find you out. There's nothing you do that you won't reap in the future and everything. And they don't talk about the place of mercy by the blood of Jesus. When problem comes, unconsciously we accept that judgment has come. And it is not God. This is why God's word straightens out our thinking. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? I studied and I saw that Joe's mentality kept him there for a long time. He just thought, he just was talking. Ah, until chapter 40, was it 41, 43, when God said, Who is this that darkens counsel? With what without wisdom? In other words, God was saying that, Who is this yearning nonsense? That was what God said. If we use, <laughs> you know, there is Hebrew Greek Bible, there is the message, there is NIV, there is New KJV. There is a living translation. There is the message. That's beautiful. The message has no chapters, no verses. Rather, it's a, if you read, you will laugh. So somebody gave me one. So I've told you the story before. I had a roommate in my family. He was always using my things. He would grab my shirt. I, when I was in final, we were two in the room, and I never locked my wardrobe. For a long time, I've always been a blessed person. I think I, I had the best pets that time. Some people will be going, okay, just as well, when you are together. It was one year my senior and you are. Some people will run to my room while going for pad, just come and use my pair. So the guy at times will just wear my boots, wear my jeans, and he'll go out. And I wasn't always complaining because uh, up till now, I, I don't really love breakfast. So there was a sister, one beautiful sister. She went to market and brought milo, bombita, milk, and everything. So my roommate said that, I know you do. So he was when I finished everything. Every morning, he was taking coffee. <laughs> I meet the owner, I would just leave the room. I wasn't just used to other things, you know. Even I grew up like that, but I, I lost it along the line. So I remember one day he took something and I told him, well, one day God will catch you, sir. So he was going to church outside school in the morning. We used to have fellowship in the evening, so I was at home. I was in the room. So I went to play long tennis, I came back, I was lying down. He just rushed from the bedroom, came to the room. And he thought I wasn't looking, so he grabbed my Bible and he ran to church. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm late. I'm late. I just get the Bible now. And that Bible was the message. Now you can check the message and see the fun English. So 
as God will have it. Now, his pastor that happened to, the pastor just called him on Sunday morning. When the Bible says, Brother me read Romans chapter 8. Interesting, that pastor came on Sunday. He sat here to come and say, Apostle, he's in Oshu. He was in the Badon then. His son was a doctor in the Badon then, so he was a pastor. He just called my room and said, Femi, read Romans 8. So he opened. You know, only chapter, no verses. So he was, it was like a minute he was looking. So the pastor was wondering, is that you don't know how to read the Bible? What's the problem? Then, you know, the Bible says that, do you have the message Bible? I would have read Romans 8 to you here. Very funny. What the Bible says that what the Lord could not do in that it was weak. Now look at it. With the arrival of... Now this is, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. But look at how he put it. With the arrival of Jesus the Messiah, the faithful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for no longer have to live under a continuous low-laying background. Now verse 2 is what caught him. <laughs> a new power is in operation. The spirit of life, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from the fatal laughter of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. Now verse 3, what the Lord could not do. God went for the jugular. When he said it, the old church... <laughs> so the Bible was looking at him. Because the Bible just came out there, so people didn't know about it. Somebody just gave it. Somebody went and bought one for me. So the pastor and the dickies were looking at it. <laughs> what is he reading? <laughs> you know, by himself, he just sat down. <laughs> Put his Bible on the lamp, I was looking down. So the pastor says, Sister Kevin, please read Romans. <laughs> so he came to the room. He just came to the Bible and said, This is your Bible. He said, it's an evil Bible. Now I was embarrassed. I said, Who asked you to take it? <laughs> the evil video, I only use it to do extra study. I don't carry it out. I said, I've always told that one day God will catch you. These picking things are running out. Wow. <laughs> I love that translation. I know many of us love King James better. Let me say something to everybody seeking to understand the word of God more. Maybe you should use NKJV. I use more King James. I'm already used to King James, but I've even tried to start. Use NKJV. Use uh, NIV. They will help you. The Bible is sweet. It's not difficult. King James English is complicated. That's it. Part of your Bible, your Bible study will go to another level when you start using another translation. They will simplify what the Bible is saying and it's in your language. So you understand better what the Bible is saying. Praise the Lord. So that level of Bible study is needed. Anyway, so I have started by saying, listen to messages to retain what has happened during the meeting. And I've said that there is a way you pray that the grave cannot afford you. There is a way you speak. Pay very, very serious attention to what time you speak, especially when you are pressed. Just pay serious attention to what you say. When you are not happy, when things are tough around, just pay attention to what you say. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I told you on Sunday, there was not a time, there was no session that Satan didn't tell me that said the jail will go off and it won't come on again. He said that all through the conference, from the, every now and then. So when I, I will be like, oh, Joe Press is coming to myself, as soon as you give Joe Press the mic. <laughs> that guy is a bastard. That the thing will just go off. And well, I wouldn't say anything to anybody, I just kept quiet. 
But blessed be the name of the Lord. <laughs> Are you with me? This is very important. When publicity goes out very high, just say that maybe Christians will be able to deal with the devil more when you understand that he is not in prison and is not sick. But that, some people probably even think maybe he's dead. It's good for Christians to know that Satan is alive. That's why Paul told Timothy to fight. If, so, what's the meaning of the fact that he's well, he's not sick? When God gives you a prophecy, Satan will not just do like this. Ah, God has spoken to her, let's leave her alone. He will contend. So, as God is elevating you, expect some measures of. Hallelujah. If you are earning 100,000, 200,000, and you move to 20 million, 30 million, prepare for fresh battles. You will not know some battles are until they start coming out. There is nothing like you are a single now, now you myself, now that she is married, bye bye, you know, I want to marry, they can feel it. <laughs> Once they join you together, another level, and it takes the same wisdom, the same words to understand that greater is he that is in us. If things are fine between you and your husband, then it moves to your children. Yes. Now, many people don't know. Some of the ministers who call, you see, the anointing doesn't exonerate you from some things. It's said that will help you. Some people come to preach here with their children very sick at home. God looks at their sacrifice. People don't see. Many men, you heard were saying that when he saw the level of attacks, he was very happy when he came here. When he came into the company, he said, No wonder. He saw everything was against their coming. He's not going to fold his hand and. This is why those who complain too quick, instead of fighting, they are complaining. You have a superior weapon and you are destined to win. All you need to do to win is just to fight. It's like saying that your crew tells you that if only you enter that ring, that opponent will fall down. That all we need you to do, just enter. Show that you want to fight and you have won. But so many people say, don't want to fight. Just, ah, oh, what is going on? Oh, God. And then they start. There are aspects of our lives where we don't even question God. It's part of loving Him. See, overcomers, that we overcomers is actually beyond. Part of it is that we win every battle. But the ultimate is that we stand before Him without giving up, no matter what has happened. I get what I'm saying. It is the Word of God that gives you that kind of mentality. And spend time with the world. That's what I'm saying. Hallelujah. It's like the church, we are starting a new day from this coming Sunday. Yes. God's new year is not January 1st. When they came out of Egypt, Exodus chapter 2, it said, Today is the beginning of the year for you. God measures his own year different ways. I can guarantee everybody. Get ready between now and Sunday. A new year starts on Sunday. It will bless you. It will multiply you. It will make you fruitful. It will guide you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I 
was telling some of the people that came to see me in Abuja. And I said, the word of God gives you a mentality. This is someone that in her profession, she was the best in her school. But she married an idiot. The guy will be telling her that you are dark, you are thin, you are not fine. I'm the only one who can love you. For years. The marriage just ended now. She's gone to a brand new life. Do you see that the only thing working for you is that you are brilliant and you have a good job? That you should thank me for loving you. Wash her down, finish it, and put the plates on the table, wash her down, and he was humanizing her. And when he broke up with her in less than a year, he was married to another woman. And I happened to know this girl, said, Ah, so they, of course she, she's not in Lagos. I said, I wish I knew when this was going to I would have. I said, I wish she spent one week with me. She will become a new person, a new creation. All things will pass away. Somebody can be very brilliant and be the best, but you can have inferiority complex. And you will not believe how many women this is happening to. That is why the stomach abuses. And I usually say to all my friends, fathers should tell their daughters, you, bet, you are better off leaving a single woman than to live under the roof of an idiot. But the question, I must marry, I must marry, I must marry, everybody's married. Never become desperate. Yes, it's a good thing. Everybody desires it. But it's not enough reason to submit yourself to a bully who will dehumanize you and do all sorts of things. So many, so, so many men, they know they are in trouble already, but they just stomach it. I mean, they said she will come back from work and she was the breadwinner. He was doing nothing. Guys, they don't work. Because they are idiots. She was the one doing everything. Spend her money. She was, from the beginning of the marriage till the date ended, she was one paying house and paying everything. And then he will call, he will, he will ask her to stand like this in the room and be talking. That you are, you this ugly, ugly thing. That I'm doing you a favor loving you. That there's nothing in your life. That you have no social life. You are no nothing. And she will be taking it. She will cry. See, if you are afraid of a change, I'm going to have a serious problem. If you are too concerned about what people will say, your life is going down. And why you are there in that king is that you are saying that what people say. What would they say if you die? People's opinion, they are not that important. If you conquer the opinions of men, you are truly free. It's not that important. And I've always helped you here. They won't talk about you for more than two weeks. Yes. A lady did in Abogota. I was not able to really clap for her. They had engagements on Friday. It was Friday night. The guy said he was into IT. <laughs> he was internet fraud. I mean, he was stealing pe- people's money per excellence on internet. She got to know. And she woke up to him. Saturday, Friday night. So to do wedding on Saturday. That is it today. Done engagements. And the guy said, I will change after the marriage. I'm so sorry. She told her father, father, good father, father said, what do you want to do? So I think I'm, she was crying that that day, I think I wanted to, father said, um, that you are my full support. 
Very early in the morning, the father went to Vicar's house. And I said that we were, we were the ones who came to say we are doing well. Now we are saying we are not doing wedding again. The vicar said, What happened? He told the vicar, said, ah, the vicar told him about that. Are you sure? He said, Yes, I'm not doing it again. And he told the girl, Anybody who's asking let them come and ask me. In the morning, the father voice, I better sat at home and watching TV. No wedding again. The family of the guy begged, begged, begged. He said, No way. Now she's happily married to someone else. You know, there are parents that will say that, ah, they will say, it's an attack. Ah, what will my friend say? We've taken Ashrebi to hell with Ashrebi. Ashrebi, wear it for someone, something, wear it for something else. Life is simple. I don't know, people live in fear. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's stop here. For when I was very young, God started training me on some of these things about... Not letting the opinions of people. Some children took mango and gari in Abekotaden and they died. And from that side, saying that mango and gari will kill you. I remember that day, I held the mango in my hand and I, a cup of gari. And said, I do not see how I will die. So I took it. <laughs> when I was in GSS 2, I don't want to say the name of the church. A prophet told us that we must not take mango. And my school they used to say yellow, very attractive mango. So I started, I, I used to sneak to go and take, and my two brothers were in the same school with me, they were my seniors. <laughs> so one day I bought, I turned back and my brother was looking at me. I wanted to drop it, then I looked at his hand, he was having a mango. <laughs> so I am not alone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> A prophet has told us that we must not eat or crow. <laughs> Wonderful prophet. I'll get to school, I'll buy a crow, I'll buy a crow. The one that they will mix. Very sweet. <laughs> and I'll get to, I'll pretend as if I was obeying all the world. I am saying to everybody, it's important that regardless of what, don't live your life in fear. Don't live in bondage. Live by faith. Spend time with the word of God. Let it give you the right mentality. Let's rise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll bless the name of the Lord. Somebody blessed tonight. When we have marriage seminar, if you know any young couple, I have burning for young couples. I mean, my friends were telling me in Abuja that people are, and the way the rate of people are ending mercy, it's a combination of, we must understand the word of God, but also understand the blessings of some deep culture. When I talk about culture, I'm not talking about Kola, not or everything. Africans are blessed in the sense that we live a kind of communal life, family. People value family. You think about what you tell the parent if one day some bishop, but it's not so in some foreign countries. You meet somebody on the road, you go to court to get married, and that is why also they walk away from, so freely. There are things we can learn and they can make us better. They can make us better. Amen. All young ladies, I beg you in the name of the Lord. I love all of you. Don't live with a bully. Alright? People, older people can be pardoned. Now, this is the age of information. You are 26 and you are planning to... You are not yet married. It's already kicking you around and everything. Why do you want to marry someone who does not exactly love you? Why are you the one chasing the man in the marriage? He doesn't have your time. You are the one having his time. His body language, everything shows that you are not all that important to him. 
or you are trying to make this work, why don't you go to somebody who will love you, treasure you? And I say to all the young men that are here, if you don't love a woman all utterly, please leave her alone. It is honorable to say, you know what, you are beautiful, but I don't think you are for me. Sincerely, I, I, I said that to many ladies. Some like it, some didn't like it. Women have always loved me all my life. But God, he has always said this. Yes, it's it, 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 it very true. It's not something very easy to say, but I said it to men. I don't know how many have had to sit down and a very, very peaceful communication because you must not let, you must not dent someone's ego. Oh, you are a good friend. You are wonderful. See, nothing, I have nothing against you. But you know, I just feel like there is someone that I've not met that is for you. And I believe that there is someone probably that you have not met that is for you. I'll just make it look so good and peacefully end it there. Um, yeah. Some of them understood straight away. Some still continue. And I'll be like, well, I have explained myself. So I'm not responsible. So, yes. When we explained, there was one that the day she, I didn't even know she was angry. That was, so she met my father, told my father, warn your pastor, because I was a pastor then, that never in his life, he should never say I'm beautiful again. Like if I was that beautiful, why did not leave me? Because I would see her and say, you are looking, I didn't know I was adding petrol to the, because I asked her, I was doing that with someone else, but I met her first, and I was always appreciating her, you look good. She would just smile. But she couldn't boldly tell me that, so she told my friend, you better want your pastor. <laughs> One day, another, we were going on retreat, she got up, she was an next and opposed me publicly. No retreat, ah. So other high schools were wounded, but me I knew. And you know, you must respect the rights of a woman. I just smiled and sat there and said, you know what, uh, we will go for the retreat. If you don't want to go, it's okay. But later she understood, she apologized. You know, she was just angry for that moment. And I, I should say to you, don't get yourself to that point. Uh, when you are fighting over someone that is not fighting over you. I hope all young ladies are hearing me. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ, help us to be doers and not hearers only. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message. Find out more about the Household of David, visit our website www.householdofdavid.org. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Mixlr. Or join us for one of our services on Sundays by 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., Wednesdays by 7 p.m., and Saturdays by 7 a.m. at Praise Sanctuary, number 7 Trulere Industrial Road, off Adeni Jones, Ikeja, Lagos. God bless you.